Alright everyone, so this is Editor Josh here. Since you guys are not listening on Spotify, you do not get to hear any music that plays during the episode. There's quick transition stuff and things like that, but no music that is themed that is a full song. Unfortunately, that's the way it has to work. You do get the episode slightly earlier because it doesn't have to be submitted for review, but still... You don't get music. Really sorry about that. There's going to be some parts where it's just going to not play music. And I'm going to be like, and I'm going to say something that will trigger like the Ghostbusters theme songs it off. Can't happen. Really sorry about that. I mean, I'm, I'll add in a little sound effect of me trying my best to do this on, but it's not the same. I'm really sorry. Enjoy the episode though. <laughs> Bright suns, everyone. Welcome to the Snips and Sky Guy Show. I am Josh, and today I am here with my co-host and guest for the episode, Luke. Say hello. Hi. All right, Luke says hello. So, as I hinted, we are talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. We've both seen the movie. I've seen it three times. How many times have you seen it, Luke? That one time we watched it together. I know, because I'm better than you. So... What, you what is your relationship with Ghostbusters? Like, that, how long have you known about it for? Uh, I watched the first movie, I think, when I was probably seven. Okay, I watched it when I was 14. <laughs> and I am 14. Uh, no, I watched it last summer. Oh, uh, before so high school. 13. Summer of this year. Oh, this year. Th- sorry. So I watched it. I loved it. I was terrified to watch it at first because when I was little, at a pizza place near me, they had a train set up, like a, a train yeah. light set, and there was, attacking the train, was a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, and I was terrified. You're terrified of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I was terrified of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, Luke. And I never the watched ones, Ghostbusters. The mini ones must have terrified you. Oh my god, I was... I, I almost had a stroke in the theater, Luke. No, nah, I'm joking. Strokes I was... are tight. <laughs> but, yeah, so what did you... What were your expectations going into the movie? Yeah. I... all We both saw it together. Uh, I'm trying to think. It was It was the first time I saw it. So, out of the... So we both, we both knew were. nothing essentially. About the movie. I didn't even watch a trailer, if I'm going to be honest, because I didn't know it existed until you invited me the day of. Yeah, I, the only thing I had seen, I had seen the, like, five-second unscriptable ads on YouTube, oh, and I had heard about the mini puffs. Uh, I hadn't, I was staying away from the trailers. I wanted the complete experience. Uh, but before it, I watched uh, Ghostbusters 2 and Answer the Call, which is the 2016 one um about wonton soup uh some people will get that reference one wonton one wonton no so i watched those two i'd seen the first one uh a month and a half ish before uh like i'd seen it multiple i've seen it multiple times before um i'd seen it the last time i saw it was like a month and a half before and then i saw two and three just to get myself completely prepared um Watching the whole Ghostbusters first three, like first two movies, were in between two years. Where the two years were yeah. in between the first two movies that I watched them. 
And mm-hmm. then the third movie, I, I guess I, I enjoyed it. I it was a good movie. And if I for my expectations of the fourth, I completely thought that it was going to be similar to the third. Oh, absolutely. I did not think I would enjoy it as much as I did. Spoiler alert: I enjoyed it, but what a spoiler! What a spoiler! Should yeah, we have done a spoiler alert before we. Oh yeah, this is this? no. We haven't. We'll we'll give a spoiler warning at some point in the episode where we'll before say we start talking about the before we talk about the plot. Um, yeah. I will say it was I had low ish expectations. I thought it would do better than 2016, uh, critically, which it is not. Um, I there are if you want to know about why that is, there's plenty of articles and stuff. I might put it in show notes uh, in the description of the episode. You can find that information out. I think this was better than 2016. Do you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I but think I still did enjoy the 2016 movie. Oh, I still enjoyed the 2016 movie. Um, I thought some of the jokes were pretty good. I uh, I like some of the actual like stuff they did with the ghosts themselves when they did the busting. I enjoyed it, like uh, with the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man uh, balloon. I enjoyed that. I like I enjoyed some of the busting stuff. Uh, it didn't capture the magic of the first ones, though. And by the magic, I guess... The technology. That, but also <laughs> the not magic. Because yeah. the thing about the first one, it's a grimy... It is New York. It is not a nice... It, And I feel like the second one, they watered that down a little bit more with New York. They made it... Oh, the second one was definitely more family-friendly. Oh. Absolutely. Right. Uh, I don't remember any, either of those quite well, but I wouldn't it, know. It, it, I, I think it, it was definitely less scary, oh. but I think it, up until this point, or I'm not going to talk about the fourth one yet, but I think those three were essentially the same, the same, they followed the same story beats, right? Yeah. You start out the Ghostbusters living life. They get together. They go busting after. And they bust some ghosts. Bust some ghosts, and some big problem is discovered. Be it Zool, or Zool, or Zool, Ooh. or maybe Zool, or maybe Zool. Yeah, we'll but know. be it Zool, Vito the Carpathian, uh, which was the painting. Yeah. Uh, or in 2016, it was uh, Chris Hemsworth, but. <laughs> not really but <laughs> you did it i think like like i think that those movies all were very similar and i think this third one has stayed true to that but put a twist oh yeah i agree yeah i a good twist a very good twist and i think for this podcast to go on now's your official spoiler warning uh do not listen to any more of this episode until you have seen Ghostbusters Afterlife, right? Probably any of the other movies. Oh. Because we're going to make a lot of comparisons. We're going to make a lot of comparisons. Uh, so if you need a spoiler warning for something that happened 35 years ago, here's your spoiler warning for something that happened 30 to 40 years ago. And also, <laughs> and also 2016. But I feel like we're not going to... I feel like we're not going to 
compare it that well, much. We're to gonna discuss movie. every Ghostbusters movie. We basically. this is the Ghostbusters mainly, mainly Afterlife. Mainly Afterlife. This is an Afterlife review, but also just a Ghostbusters review in general. What we think of the series, right? Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, let's move on to Ghostbusters Afterlife. What did you think of the movie? Um, well, I don't have any, I don't like making direct opinions because I don't yeah. think very much. <laughs> I'm um, quoting you on that. I don't okay, think very, great. we should get a t-shirt. I don't think very much. So can you reiterate, reiterate the question, please? All right, let's, let's go piece by piece. Character wise. Okay. What did you, it, this was very. I think the characters were very stereotypical. Yes. But also this, I was going to point out this movie. Did something very daring that is not that that can go very wrong very easily, and that's basically minus one or two. Basically, all of the principal characters were child actors. Yeah, I think they did great though. Well, I think, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Logan Kim's podcast podcast was amazing. I feel like we have to bring up podcast considering we're on a podcast. We're on a podcast. How um, original. Can't How? wait till the 46th episode. Yeah. Oh my god, neither can I. We should call this um we should call this episode of the podcast. No, 46th episode will be just come back to this. Oh, 46th episode. We are going to do if that. There ever is one. Oh, there will be, Luke. Now you better hope. Oh, uh, we we gotta do it. Otherwise, the show will never find its voice. <laughs> no, nah, this this episode should be called uh Mysteries of the Unknown and Unexplained. MTW. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be good. And whoever you're listening to this, you'll know what the name is by then. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, oh, no, like this episode. Uh, yeah, I will figure that out later. Post-recording. Um, post-recording. I think Phoebe was great. Like, Absolutely. At, she, I think this movie. I think it could have done with a few, a few fewer lathes. But otherwise, <laughs> yeah, I think good. I think one too many lathes for for me personally. Lathes are I don't well, trust lathes. Lathes are cool, but a kid died from a lathe. Well, that's, that's why. That's why, why the school... only, that's a bit off topic. Okay, let's go. Yeah, let's, let's no, that that's topic. why the middle school doesn't have one anymore. Fun fact. Um, okay, let's continue. No, it was at at the college. I don't fun. care. Whatever. I'm sorry. Continuing. Um, I think Phoebe was great. The two characters that seem to be the most, like, stereotypical, like, one-sided characters, Trevor and Lucky, right? Yeah. They, they, that was, what did you think of that plot? I mean, hey, you gotta enjoy them, but, yeah, I mean, they're enjoyable characters. They are. But you yeah. couldn't expect any more or less from them. Yeah, I, I think that, uh... Trevor with the car, I thought that was great. I, I, I love specifically the scene. Uh, first off, the Muncher scene, that is, I think, the best ghost busting of any of the movies, right? Which scene of it, or the whole chase? The, the, the chase. The like whole the, chase. I think that's the best of the ghost busting, like, the parts where they're just like, oh, we're happy, we're gonna either bust Slimer the Sedgwick, or we're gonna... Jogging downtown with your, uh guns yeah. and stuff shooting at these weird yeah the, the fun things. scene or um 
in your the Stellari brothers. It's just having enjoying just, yourself. Just enjoying yourself. I think this did it the best of any of them. Do you agree? That I mean, Munter it was the most joyful. Until, I agree. Until the end of it. Until the end of it. I think that was. I, I love the. It has a gunner seat. That I love the gunner seat. That I think that was super cool. Um, I do think that. I'm the, nodding in agreement. Yeah, he's nodding. I do think though that it they picked up on things a little bit too easy in that scene. Yeah, a lot of things seemed like. Have you ever seen? I feel like there was a cut scene there. Of like, I don't really th- care much about the cutscenes, yeah. but the fact that they just know except it seemed that things were very coincidentally placed. Yeah, that, everywhere. That's what I mean. I feel like there, I feel like there must be a scene, or there should be a scene. Or maybe ghosts were controlling everything. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But I feel like there should be a scene where it's like, it shows them on the drive there, or it shows something where podcast is like trying to like learn how to use. Like the remote trap vehicle. I'm gonna call it the uh, RTV. It's called the RTV. The RCT though. RTV remote trap vehicle. Oh, I like the RCT. I like my weird acronym that doesn't make roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, roller coaster tycoon. Two electric boogaloo. Anyway, two electric. (laughs) No, I think that was great. Um, but I I love the fact that this movie. I think the effects in it. We can both agree we're amazing. Right? I love I love the effects. The effects? And I think Zool looks like James Charles. <laughs> Fun fact. All three times when I saw it, I always heard someone behind me whisper, James Charles, when Zool walked on. I do think that Zool looked very cool when it was the half-skeleton part. When he was getting shot. Yeah, that was super cool. Uh, with the spikes and the lightning. Yeah. I, I did enjoy that. Um, I love though, not only the effects, but also how a lot of it wasn't computers. Like, I don't know if you know this, for example, the wheat field, when they did the, or not the wheat, the barley, when they drifted through the barley in the car. What's the difference between wheat and barley? How would you know? Um, I don't know if there is a difference. Okay. But when they did the drifting, that was real. They, uh... About a year before, when they were scouting out the film set, fun fact, that house, that they built a house. That's a full interior and exterior. It's they built a dirt farm? They built it. They built all of it. That's not an exterior set than an interior and a soundstage. You can go into that house, and it is... And then they piece, took it apart and moved it. Yeah. Onto a soundstage afterwards for when it shook and stuff. Yeah. All that stuff was on a soundstage. But there is an interior... And they planted, they planted a full wheat field, and they got a stunt driver, and they drifted like through that whole... a whole year in advance. A year in advance, when they went to scout at the set, they brought in... They really thought seeds. ahead through that one. They thought ahead, yeah. And I think they did a great job with that. I think that Absolutely. ended up awesome. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yes. What's your favorite scene? Of the movie? Of the entirety of the movie. I think it's the muncher chase, I think. The muncher chase. It's either that. Do you want to explain to? I I it's just so fun. Why? It's just so fun. Um, the excitement, the excitement, the thrill you felt as this movie character that you don't even know was chased at a uh, fancy ghost (laughs) with a laser gun. No, I I I think the other (laughs) neutrino wand. I think particle thrower. Whatever. I think the other. I I think 
the scene that Can I call it a laser gun, a particle thrower. It's either called a particle thrower or neutrino one. They toss the two words around. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's not a laser gun, dude. But wouldn't particle thrower just be like an exact synonym for laser gun? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. No, uh, I think the scene that I enjoyed the most every single time had to be the Marcher Chase. No, I not I think I I think I enjoyed that a lot, but I think it has to be uh, when they all gathered together mm-hmm. at the dirt farm when uh, at the end when. We've already done the spoiler, so I'll say it. When the original Ghostbusters show up, podcast is tasing the mini puffs, and Spangler appears, which we will talk about that. That was that was a great addition to the movie. That was incredible. They did it so well. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But I think that whole scene, uh, the aftermath with Ray. Being the one listener, yeah. you're, oh God, of course. you're my follower. Not you're one of my followers. You're my follower. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, The trap finally working. The CGI of everything. Uh, and then afterwards when... Uh, when... The big crying scene. Huh? The big crying scene. Oh, yeah. And then also... Gary Druberson, uh, when they they did the whole thing where they take it apart and he comes out and then Callie's like back there I think we might have he's like mm-hmm yeah I think we might have too <laughs> all right then and then they just went about with their day <laughs> all of Phoebe's awkward jokes throughout the whole movie like uh what what do a hamster and a cigarette have in common. They're both completely harmless until you put one in your mouth and light it on fire throughout the whole movie. Those were all McKenna Grace's jokes. I think if you put anything in your mouth and light it on fire, it's going to be very dangerous. Put a pencil in your mouth and light it on fire, Josh. See how it goes. Ah! It's a podcast, so you can't tell if I actually did that or not. Um, No more beard for you. (laughs) Shoot it off the chin. No, they don't know what I look like, Luke. Now they think I have a beard. I don't. I do not have a beard. Not anymore. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I, I think all of that scene, the entire time, was great. Absolutely. But what about Walmart? My personal favorite scene. What about Walmart? That was am- Absolutely amazing. Absolutely Walmart. Walmart was amazing. Um, I think my best. Part, I don't know how the mini puffs managed to turn on the display drills. I think my favorite part. Did you is think that, that? Yeah, that's weird. But <laughs> I think my favorite part is that the mini puffs managed to uh, become genocidal <laughs> of their own race and species it and was, suicidal at the same time. Both one, both of them. But I love what. What was your favorite death of the mini puffs? What was your favorite mini puff death? The one that got roasted over a fire by another one. Oh, the. Where they like yeah, stabbed one. it? Um, he gets, he gets impaled and puts him over the the uh, display grill. I, and I I think my favorite has to be the uh, skydiving, where it's doing the indoor skydiving <laughs> inside the blender, and then it drops down, spins around, and then 
I love that. And then you know, and you have a painted blender. Yeah. And I also uh like I think my favorite death that wasn't in the Walmart scene though. I I like it wasn't in the, the favorite, Walmart the favorite scene. Marshmallow death. Favorite marshmallow death is when they do the so remember in the original movie how stay stay marshmallow into the melting thing it was super creepy. Yeah. Uh also fun fact when the when they drop the marshmallow goop mm-hmm. on top of Walter Peck. Uh-huh. That's shaving cream and they were originally going to drop way more than they did and the actor was scared and they're like it's going to be fine but we'll do it on test dummy just to calm you the test dummy was flattened um <laughs> so they had to change the load before they actually went with it but um they weren't going to use a test dummy but also McKenna Grace all of her jokes were improvised or they were all her own Again, so, McKenna Grace was just amazing in this movie, right? Absolutely. I wish I was at that Walmart that day because uh, uh, they had it for the whole night. And so the director, Jason Reitman, who is the son of Ivan Reitman, the original director of Ghostbusters, uh, he just he has a daughter McKenna's age. So he said, McKenna, come over. You guys, you guys can st- spend the night at Walmart doing whatever the heck you want. And they just... Made forts out of toilet paper and that's pretty fun. They rode around on scooters. It sounds awesome. I wish I was that age. Luke, no, no, I'm <laughs> now I'm not innocent anymore. <laughs> Luke, you are the same age. All right, whatever. Um, but we we've been hinting at it. We gotta talk about Spangler. Yeah. What did you think? The blue guy. <laughs> oh, which, which Spangler? That's <laughs> actually a good question because there are three um, or four. Which which Spangler in this movie was your favorite, Luke? Phoebe. Yeah, same. All right. <laughs> no, let's... I mean, when you don't talk, you're automatically not the best. Yeah, let's let's talk about that though. Let's talk about not talking. So that's the only thing that that gave it away to you, at least, that it wasn't Egon. The thing that gave it to me was that the actor's dead. Well, but <laughs> my point is, at the very start, we didn't think it was. Uh, we didn't think it was we didn't think it was CGI and such. Yeah. What did you? What did you think of that? Of bringing back? Because that is well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know they brought him back until after the movie was yeah. over, and you had told me. Yes, I thought he. If I'm going to be nuts, I did not know he died. Yes, but thinking back, that's obviously a wildly controversial thing to do. Not not just fandom-wise bringing oh, yeah. the character back, but you're essentially resurrecting a dead person and making them do things. You are making them do things that they're not consenting to. He never consented I'm sure. to being there. I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. But what do you think? What do you think in general of how making it's dead norm- people come back alive? Yeah. Um. Same thing with Carrie Fisher and stuff like that. Yeah. I think this movie did it the best of anyone, though. I mean, you couldn't tell. I could not tell at all. You couldn't tell, and I think they did it so respectfully. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think I don't think there is any way to do it respectfully, make someone right, right, right from the dead. But they did the best they could. No, I think this was. I think the. I I I think this was respectful because I think it was a great tribute. I think that this was a... It was a good tribute. It was a good tribute at the end when they turned to the stars and it said for Harold. Like, and after that... I'm nodding again. Yeah, after that, obviously, we... I mean, 
I, I feel like I can't just say what happened. We got to show it. After that, this happened. You're not listening on Spotify, so you don't get to hear the Ghostbusters theme song, which would be right here. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Yeah, so if you're on Spotify, you heard that. If you're listening anywhere else, sucks to be you. But I'm sorry. The point is, they played the Ghostbusters theme. They went to New York. That was great, right? Yeah. But after that, we had two more scenes in New York. Right? Two. 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 What did you think of the post credits? Did you like it? Did you, like... I particularly enjoyed the part where... I forget both of their names. Uh, Actors' names or character names? Both. Both? Are you referring... They, the interview. The interview. The mid, the, you mean the mid one? The mid one. I don't know. The one with Sidorni Weaver. I mean... Wait. Yeah. No. The, no. That her name's not. Wait. Yeah. No. Sidorney Weaver. The the one with the zapping. Bill Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. And he had a card, or not? He had a card. In the are you referring to the one where they parodied the original? In the. You keep going. The mid credits scene, remember. right? So in 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 the yeah. original. It, there is a scene where Bill Murray, whose character is Vangman, Peter Vangman, uh, holds up cards uh, to see, like, and says, like, hey, guess what it is? And he has a zapper hooked up. No, the it's person. the other one. Oh, the interview one? Okay. Yeah, the interview one. All right. I'm sorry. You're thinking of the one with... The interview with Ernie Hudson. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I I I agree that that was the better one. I did enjoy the mid-credits scene. I think it was a great... I think it was funny. I think it was funny because it was a complete reversal of the original one. Right? Yeah. That was great. But better was the one with Annie Potts and Ernie Hudson. So, do you want to say why you like that one so much? For If you did not watch the end credits scene... Because some people watch the mid credits and then and ended. Um, for some reason, they had to have two of these. <laughs> the, Who did, the, like, why do you need two? Wreck It Ralph did it with a Rick Roll at the end. Remember? No, I didn't say that part. Oh, <laughs> oh, we're, not, oh we're not talking about that. We're not talking this about ain't that. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Um. But it ha- it opened with a deleted scene from the original, where. Harold Ramis handed Annie Potts' character a coin, or no, vice versa. She handed him a coin from the World's Fair and said it was like a keepsake. And then it shows her like rubbing the coin and remembering him. And then there's an interview with Ernie Hudson or uh, Zedon Moore, who I want to point out was treated as an equal in this movie. <gasps> That's new. I think a lot of things were new in this series. A lot of things were new in this movie, but. The fact that Ernie was treated like he was as important of a member of the Ghostbusters as the other three was amazing. Because he normally isn't. Because he shows up in the middle when they get to Ghostbusters 2. He's still there. He's there, but he doesn't show up until the middle because he's at performing at birthday parties. But you know, he's still there. He's still there, but they never show him. 
That's but the he's thing. There. He's there. Reason that's, is that's the important part. Ghostbusters was originally going to be three characters. Third one was going to be Eddie Murphy, right? And he was going to be there the whole time. Then they hired Ernie Hudson to do it. Eddie Murphy's role. But then they got Bill Murray on board also. So they had four characters. So they took like 50% of, not even 50, like 75% of the stuff from Ernie's character and gave it to Bill Murray. Because Bill Murray's a lot more famous. So they wanted him to be in the movie launder for stuff. Uh, Yeah. And then he went to the firehouse. Because Bill Murray really needed some more clout. Yeah. He went to the firehouse. <laughs> he went to the firehouse, which Ray lied about. It's not a Starbucks. Remember that? He said it was a Starbucks. It's not a Starbucks. And he returned the I wanted, one. Get, I wanted to get Starbucks at the <laughs> old fireplace. Yeah. Why did you like that scene so much? What did you think of it? I guess I just I just enjoyed it and like I, I just yeah. enjoyed it more than the previous one. It was just a good scene. Yeah. I don't really have any particular value to it. But I agree. I think I'd say I'd say the one where he's getting shocked, which is for comedic yeah. value. Yeah. And it was funny. I think though that we we haven't talked enough about the best of the original Ghostbusters yet. Ray Stance. <laughs> Is he your favorite? No. <laughs> Who's your favorite? I don't know. I don't yeah. have a favorite. It's, Ray, been a, it's been a while. Ray Stans is great in this. Uh, he, I think, has the biggest role of any of them, right? He, he He's in Ray's a Cult, which seems to be the only thing... Uh, there were some Easter eggs, but it's the main thing left from Ghostbusters 2 in this movie. Um, is his bookstore Ray's a Cult. Uh, I was really hoping that she would call the Ghostbusters number... And it would go, uh, thank you for calling Verizon Wireless. This number is no longer connected after calling it. But I, I appreciate that he's kept the phone around for so long. There was one that that scene was great, though. I think it was great for one reason. And what is that reason, Josh? Edon Spangler can burn in hell. <laughs> that line. It's such. Like, Good news was he's never going there. Oh. Trapped on Earth forever. Uh, no, I think to haunt your soul, Josh. And it is weird that he never went into a ghost trap. Your soul. He never went into a ghost trap. Only yours. Did you realize that? He yeah, wasn't... I mean, I did. I didn't really question it. I mean, you gotta give you gotta give a guy some plot armor, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think that that he's already been trashed on a lot in this movie. Oh yeah. But we didn't a, he was know. A bad father. Bad father. Bad grandfather. Bad grandfather. Bad friend and co-worker. Bad friend and co-worker. And a thief. And, yeah. <laughs> we didn't... But we didn't know. And he bought a farm. Didn't even farm that. Yeah. That's the worst part. I mean, we could assume that they were talking about Edon. But we didn't know. Now we know that it's Edon. And the first thing that another character says w- once he finds out about Edon is Edon. Edon's best friend, and he says, Edon Spangler can burn in hell. And I think that was great. Gave a lot of character. Gave a lot of character. And I... Let I, us know a bit more about why all these characters hate his guts. Oh! um, Yeah, he just left. They all thought he was crazy, and then at the end, I... He wasn't. I, they found out he wasn't, and I really... I liked seeing the regret. I liked seeing... I'm so. I like seeing Zed Moore be like, "I'm so sorry. I should have called." Well, I think like 
And I love just the I love I think all Bill Murray said was I figured you'd show up. <laughs> well, Josh, when you look at the time, I think we better have to Yeah. Um maybe have an episode two or like not maybe really episode two. And no, then, they'll have a few episodes, and like, and then I'll hop back in. Yeah. Like, hey, we're gonna resume this thing that happened but, like, a few weeks ago. I think you probably don't remember it. Yeah, it's twenty twenty two now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think that this is. I think that we've essentially said our feelings on it. I feel like we do some more, but I I, I think we don't have time. I think that this was a good. I here's what I'm gonna say. I think this was a good review of Afterlife. So far, I think yes. in the I think in the next episode we'll go more in depth into Ghostbusters as a whole. And in that, we'll talk more specifically about what we thought of certain plot points in Afterlife. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a great idea. This was like an opinion episode. This this was more of our opinion. Obviously, it's been a little bit since we've both seen it. It's but been, it was more of a... It hasn't been a month. It, ha- it hasn't not, been that long. It hasn't been... You watch, you, it wasn't that long. You didn't watch it. Well, sorry. Never mind. It, it, it's <laughs> been... It has been... It hasn't been that long since we've both seen it. This was like our... This is our first time putting these feelings into words of what we thought about it. And actually talking. And actually talking about it. Because we have not had that much of a... This is the biggest conversation we've had about it. Um, It's also our only conversation. No, we've talked about it after seeing it. But like, not that much. We've talked about it a little bit while playing Magic. But we gotta cut this a bit short now. We gotta cut this short now. Um, thank you so much for watching. I hope you are enjoying watching nothing. Oh my god, I always do that. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you're enjoying this new format of the Snips and Skydrive vlog. Now it's the Snips and Skydrive show. Like I said, if you didn't watch the last one, we are going to be doing both now. I'm gonna keep writing and I'm gonna also be hosting this podcast where I talk more more the just thoughts about stuff instead of the whole story based like why Barris off Barris uh critical oversight or why the Haldo maneuver is in a plot hole. Those things are gonna Yeah, those things are gonna stay on Snips and Sky Guy. It's in my thoughts about Star Wars and other fandom just like this that I also love is going to be right here for all of you guys to listen to. Thanks for tuning in this time. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, tell the spire, everyone. Tell the spire.